to Michael Friedman, who uh, is not too far away. Uh, Michael, of course, is uh, joining us uh, with the English uh, Millennium on the weekend. And um, Blanc de Blanc, or Blanc de Blanc, however you want to pronounce it, uh, is going to be very, very competitive. Michael, good morning. Morning, how are you? Very, very good. Uh, tell us, uh, J-Mac rides on the weekend, and how's everything going with this filly? Yeah, look, she's had a good uh, a good build-up. Um, I was happy with her um, happy with her trial at Rose Hill a couple of weeks ago, and she seems to have trained on uh, on well since then. So, yeah, I, I think she she goes into the race in in good order. We just sort of probably obviously need a bit of luck from the barrier. Is this always, well, it always probably has been the plan, hasn't it? Um, especially after that nursery run, to get her to this race and then uh, obviously to, to try and get her into a into a slipper. Does that mean, much like when I was talking to John O'Shea before, that um, in relation to his runner, that he's got something left in the tank and there maybe needs to be another run before a golden slipper in between? Yeah, possibly. I think you just sort of see how things pan out on, uh, on the weekend and... Um you know, if, uh, if we felt she needed another run, there's obviously plenty of options and plenty of time to go that way. So we'll uh, we'll get through the weekend first and then have a bit of a think about things after that. What type of filly is she? Is she a, a, a big mare that, that carries a bit of conditioner or is she quite sort of light in her feet and, and light on you don't need to do much with her? Yeah, probably the latter. Um, okay. You know, she's, she's one of those um, finny fillies that's not an overly big filly, but she's big enough. Um, she's... She's uh, she's a very good doing filly, but um, she comes to hand pretty quickly and, and doesn't need a lot of hard galloping or racing. So she's quite a natural. So um, that's why I think, you, as I said, you'd, you'd probably just sort of see how things go on the weekend and then decide whether whether another run or or even if we pro- progress to the slipper. I mean, there's there's a lot of water to go under the bridge. So we'll just uh, see what happens on Saturday first. How's uh, Mexico, the colt, going? Yeah, he seems good. Um, took no harm from his barrier incident there on Saturday and um, and came back and trialled really well on Monday. Um, he's a good, tough colt. Um, plenty of size and strength about him. So he's, um, you know, whilst he's obviously had to have it, things altered a little bit uh, given that he had to go back to the to the trials on Monday. Um, he's coped with it well. I've got um, no issues with where he's at physically. I think he goes into the race in great order. Just while we're on the two-year-olds, um, I was um, very impressed with, obviously, uh, Madeira Sunrise on Saturday in the Lonro. Um, how has Madeira Sunrise put up? And also on Friday, you went to Canberra with a horse called Gun. And I just wanted to know how um, how Gun pulled up because, obviously, um, you know, ran probably below expectations. But I'm just wondering if that was the trip away or if there was an excuse there because he obviously trialled nice before that. Oh, look, you know, I think... Um it's hard to sort of evaluate his run because the track was disgraceful there last Friday. Um, you know, the fact that they were that early in the day or even on the day at all having to get to the outside fence um, it was, I think, a pretty poor effort by the club. So pretty difficult to, you know, to, to sort of make you know what to make of the run down there. So we'll just bring him home. He seems to have pulled up well. Um, we'll, we'll just regroup and, and find another suitable race for him. Um, well, that's... In the next yeah. couple of weeks. I mean, that's not good to hear because obviously, you know, you're putting time and effort and you're wanting um, to, you know, you've got your owners and you, 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 the whole plan, remember we spoke, was, you know, giving him a look down there for a black opal. 
but that's also good for us to hear that when we do see him in next time out, we know that we can we can have a wager on him and, and follow him with interest because we probably expect a much improved run. Well, you'd hope so. As I said, it may be, may have been other factors, but when you're racing on tracks of that standard, it's very difficult to evaluate the horse properly. Now, uh, Madeira Sunrise was lovely at Ramwick. That was a great way to start your Saturday. Yeah, look, she was she was very good. She um, she she you know did a few things wrong. She was a little bit aggressive at times, and and you know I think James did a good job to sort of get a balanced up. Um, once she cornered, but I, I really liked the way she let down when uh, when she did because she hadn't really been off the bridle before, um, and she's come through the run great. She you know bounced out of the run. She hasn't left any feed and seems nice and bright. So still just sort of pondering you know which which way we go with her. Um, you know this as I said before, there's plenty of options for fillies um, going going forward from here over the next sort of four or five weeks. So um, she might, we might enter her for the silver slipper next Saturday and just have a look at that. Um, if not, obviously you've got the sweet embrace and the Riesling after that as options. So we'll just uh, give that a bit more thought. Um, but no, she was, she was really good Saturday and I think, you know, there's a bit of improvement to come. All right. Uh, now having a look at um, runners for Saturday. So we've looked at the English Millennium, um, and you've, we've also um, High King. I'll get a comment on. Will you go Melbourne or Sydney High King? Yeah, we've just accepted with him for the Piero here on Saturday. Okay. Um, we just threw an entry in down in Melbourne just to sort of have a look at it. But um, I was really happy with his gallop here uh, on Tuesday morning, and. Um, you know, I think it'll be interesting to sort of see what, what lines up in that. But um, I thought his run a few weeks ago was, was a really good run. He didn't get a great deal of luck um, from where he ended up. He sort of got sandwiched at the start and ended up back on the fence and didn't really get much clear air. So, you know, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing him get a, a run on Saturday where he can, you know, have some clear air and, and show us what he's got and, That'll obviously go a long way to working out sort of where his autumn path goes from here. All right. Uh, now, uh, speaking of Melbourne, Queen of the Ball, does she go south? Yes, yeah, she does. Um, we've accepted with her this morning, so she'll go down to the Kevin Hayes. Um, you know, it's uh, <clears throat> gave some thought to the Rubicon, but I think it's probably looking like quite a strong race. And the, despite the fact that she has to sort of carry the penalty in that in that race there on Saturday, I think. It's a fairly compressed weight scale with a 56 minimum. Um, so she'll go down for that. Blake Shin will ride her. Um, and if she can run well, then we may leave her down there for a, a couple of other options for her. Because, you know, as I've said previously, there's, there's not a lot of um, sort of options for, for those sprinting type three-year-old fillies here in, in Sydney at the moment. And, mm. um, <clears throat> you know, if you sort of have a filly that's, you know, 1,000, 1,200 metre type, um, sort of once the light fingers is out of the way, there's uh, there's not many options immediately. So there's some good options down there. Um, we can campaign her down there and then you know, perhaps later in the autumn, if she's going well enough, we could have a look at a race like the Arrowfield. Chatting with Michael Freeman this morning. Michael, before we let you go, two more questions. Uh, firstly, Communist, he was very good on the weekend. Um, what's the immediate plans with Communist? Um, I'd say at this stage she'll line up in the Hobartville, um, you know, which is sort of that, that natural path for some of those three-year-olds heading towards the, the Randwick Guineas, which he is. Um, obviously, our cabin was very impressive there Saturday, and 
Um, we've got a, <clears throat> a little bit of ground to make up there, but um, I, I was wrapped with his run. I think he he, uh, he did a good job. I think he'll really enjoy getting to 14 and then eventually a mile. Um, as of, you know, whether, whether we can make up that, that difference uh, with our cabin, I guess time will tell. But uh, I thought it was a great return on Saturday. And also Daytona, which goes around uh, on Friday at Canterbury. Yeah, look, he's a really ultra-consistent horse. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's improved quite a bit this preparation. He, he sort of was hovering around the provincials last time in, but, but I think this time he's sort of gone to a, to a new level where he's, I think you could consider him a genuine sort of Saturday city-class horse. Um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him over the 1550 at Canterbury. I think it's a track that he's, he's trialled and raced well at before. Um, I think if he can maintain the, the form that he's in, um, it, it looks like a nice race from there on Friday. Very comprehensive, Michael. Appreciate your time this morning. You've gone through all the runners and have a good Wednesday. Thanks, Dave.